Life has its ups and downs. Our guests will share their story and their journey through life. They'll share the struggles they hit and how they pivot in a way to come out stronger and better than before. Growing up, we are taught there is one way of life that essentially creates our life's checkmark. You have a choice to go in any direction you desire. As you listen to our guest, you're encouraged to look at your life and the checkmark you created in your mind and readjust if needed after listening to some of the incredible stories told. This is the Life's Checkmark Podcast, and I'm your host, John Emery. The road less traveled as entrepreneurs can be scary by yourself, but if you surround yourself with like-minded people like I did, you will go further. I joined the BLN Network, and currently we are looking for speakers, coaches, authors, marketers, podcasters, and fractional professionals. If you have a business of any kind whatsoever, please check out BLN Network. It's a fast-growing network of entrepreneurs looking to excel your growth and your business and work together. You can see my link in the show notes. Tanya, I'm glad you joined us today. Um, We had some difficulties getting together, but it worked out. So I apologize for that. But uh, Tanya and I met through another group. We were actually like on a Zoom call and, you know, I had one of the people that was in that Zoom call actually as a guest already, uh, William. And, you know, you reached out and you're like, oh, I have something to share. So we connected and it's a great fit. You have such a journey that you can share with others that would resonate with them. Uh, so I like to just begin by you just sharing a little bit about yourself. If you want to start from where you were to where you are now, that's that's great. You, I'll let you go with however you want to present it. Sure. So I grew up a chunky kid, um, wasn't very athletic, was always clumsy, clunky, didn't work out. Um, Kids at school were always mean. I was always like kind of the outcast, not included. And I didn't know anything different. I just grew up that way. And then about maybe a year and a half ago, I got really sick and I knew I needed to make some changes. And I got connected with a health coaching team. And I started to make some changes and it was easy enough to do it. I followed exactly what they told me and the weight, my primary goal was to get healthy, but a side effect was I started to lose weight. I was the person behind me and I call her 21.0. And uh, it's a reminder that I'm never going back to that girl. I didn't know that it could be like this at all. I started to lose weight and I went from like a size XX large down to a small extra small now and yeah went from size 20 down to size six and didn't think that that was even possible and just feeling so much better I didn't realize how sad and depressed that girl was behind me um I would have a smile on my face but really that smile just masks what was going on deep down inside that I wasn't happy didn't love myself didn't have any self-confidence or self-worth um the boys were always like stringing along and then your heart get broken. And I was just like, I was so done with everything. And even the girl behind me oftentimes thought of, thought of suicide. Um, and now I'm like, I'm getting healthier. I'm the strongest I've been, the healthiest I've been in my entire life. And to know that there is hope at the end is my biggest thing for people that if you're like this girl, there is hope you can get like this. And it wasn't hard and it wasn't a struggle. It was easy. I just followed what my health coaches recommended. Um, cause everybody is different. 
we're all unique. We all need different things. Followed what they told me. And I am who I am today now. That's awesome. So what what really got you started to uh get change change your weight, change your the way you were behaving, change your habits? What was the real motivation? Really, I was like sick and I knew that if I didn't do something, I was gonna die. And I didn't want to die. Uh, I'm an only child. And it was hard for my parents to watch their child before them getting sick. And knowing that if I didn't do something, I wasn't going to make it. Um, So I didn't want to die. So I knew it was either you do it or the alternative was I wasn't going to be here. Um, So I made the choice to do it. And it was easy enough to do. We took baby steps um, because I know it can, especially with anxiety and depression, if you have all this stuff, you need to do this, 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 and this all at once, it's overwhelming. But we did it little by little, like chunk at a time. And it was easy enough to do. And yeah, I'm so grateful. Like I, there was who I am now was actually trapped inside that girl. That girl was like such an introvert. She wouldn't try new things. She wouldn't, she would have her head down, walking down the sidewalk. She wouldn't look at people. She wouldn't try things. She would like just shy away. She'd be a couch potato. And now I'm like, I'm going out and I'm trying things. I'm adventurous. I tried bungee jumping for the first time. And I remember the first time I tried, I was like, this cord isn't going to hold me, (laughs) but it did. And I went back and I kept going back and I tried drums and I tried Zumba for the first time. And I tried belly dancing and I've tried just so many things that I wouldn't have tried. And now I love going out and talking to people where the girl behind me, she wouldn't. Yeah. And so your mindset, right? You you, you were going to die and you had to switch. It sounded like it just switched really quick. Is that, is that the, the case? It did. As I got healthier, my everything like for my body started to detox and I became like, you, you hear that brain fog, not being able to recall things or remember things that gradually got cleared up and started to get better and better. And so I, yeah, it, my thinking got clear. My, I was always, I grew up in the church and I'd have to say like, people go, Oh, Christians. And I would say like, I wasn't in my Bible morning and night, like I should have been. And when I started this health journey, I started to read my Bible morning and night. And that was a huge shift change for me. And my faith and my relationship with God has just gotten stronger and stronger over the past year and a half. So would you say it was your mindset first that you had to work on or the physical part that changed everything? They kind of went hand in hand, but really like to see, I would say the physical change had to happen first. Cause I know when I met my health coaches, <laughs> he told me I would be like this and the girl behind me, she could not like visualize or even imagine being sitting here as skinny as I am now and as thin as I am now, I couldn't visualize it. And so as it's, as the transformation started to happen, I began to see it. And then that's probably when the mindset started to change was as I saw it. And I was like, oh, like I could just see it. And I got more excited and I wanted to do more. And then, so you, you're continuing to do this still, right? I mean, you're I not am. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not done yet. <laughs> like I probably, huh. I probably like, I, as I say to my health coaches, I have a little bit of granny, granny wrinkly skin <laughs> that we're working on shrinking back in because I have lost over a hundred pounds 
And so we're working on shrinking that skin back in, but then I'm also going to start building muscle because I want to, I want to be a warrior, big, strong warrior. So yeah. Those are good. So how long did it take you for the, to lose the hundred pounds? Uh, the hundred pounds, I want to say it was probably about a year, a year, a little bit over a year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. What kind of like a routine did you develop? You know, you gradually started, right. And then it, it had to, like you said, baby steps or tiny steps, however you said it yeah. and it built up upon that. So what kind of routines did you kind of start creating for yourself in the beginning? Well, for the first five months, because I was so sick and so toxic, I couldn't, I couldn't exercise. Um, the medical community didn't want me carrying things up the stairs because they thought I would collapse dead. So I had to be like, I couldn't, the only thing that they had me doing was going for walks and I had to be careful. Um, so in the first five months, I didn't do any exercise and I lost 50 pounds of toxins out of my body. Uh, and then as we started to do it, I'll never forget my health coach. I never thought I would do a squat. I'm like, no. And so I held onto the door. He had us holding onto the door frame to keep our balance so we wouldn't fall on our butt. And I remember squatting down and I did it. And I was like, I'm never getting rid of this door. Like, I'm never going to be able to get rid of this door. And then I remember one day I'm just like, I want to try a squat without the door and I could do it. And then I just that kind of like, it was like off to the races because I was like, okay. So I started to set the bar and I started to gradually build it up. I started doing squats in May of 2022. And then in September of 2022, I had worked myself up to be able to do 1,111 squats in a row, one set under 30 minutes. Like I was moving. Um, and then I want to say probably about maybe last month, Labor Day weekend, I was down visiting a friend and her girls were like, come on, let's do a burpee. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. That's on my list to do. I haven't done one yet. So her seven-year-old daughter goes, you're going to do it now. And so I did it. I was able to do burpees. So now I can do burpees. So that was kind of cool. I like burpees, but you can do them. Yeah. Um, so how, how did you, how did you lose the weight without doing exercise? Basically it was toxins. My body was like full of toxins. And like, I had a ton of like growing up, I was I thought it was normal to go to the bathroom once a week. I have learned that that's not normal. And so I had a whole bunch of like basically poop stuck inside of me and crap and stuff. And so I literally had to flush my body um, of all the toxins and, and that. And I had like 50 pounds of toxins come out of my body. Wow. Just, yeah. just from, yeah. just from watching what you eat and stuff too, or. Yeah. So I, when I started the journey, I became more aware of the foods that I was putting in my body because the girl behind me, she would fill a crisper drawer full of M&Ms, mm. eggnog. Yeah, our vegetables didn't go in the crisper drawers. Eggnog went in the crisper drawers. M&Ms went in the crisper drawers. Chocolate bars. Um, yeah, aloe drink. Like I just, all like the sugar stuff, I had a huge sugar addiction. Because um, white sugar is like way more addictive than cocaine. And I had no idea how addictive it was. But I was like... I was consuming like processed foods and like the sugars and the junk food and stuff. And I, as I started to change and become more aware of the water that I was drinking and the, um, the food, I began to make sure that I was eating more organic food and just food that my body needed to fuel properly, not like the, the, the sugar. I mean, I still will have 
sugar, but it's in the natural form of like honey or maple syrup. And even then now, since I've like totally changed my whole entire life, it's done a 180. I mean, I don't nearly have as much sugar as what I, that girl did. That girl consumed a ton of sugar, <laughs> like a ton. Yeah. And that girl's no longer there. No, um, she's no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, what was your routine like when you were, was a version 1.1? Oh, 1.0, 1.0. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh. Yeah, what, what was your routine like that then? You know what I mean? What was your day kind of like? Oh, my day. So my day would be like, I would like try and sleep as long as I could in the morning before I had to go to work. I quickly get up, maybe quick, have a quick, I don't know, toast or something like sugary for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I would go to work and I was an educational assistant at the time. And that was a hard job. Like you were constantly dealing with violence and it was high stress all the time. So I was like always stressed. So I'd come home and sometimes I'd just be exhausted from the day. I'd have to have a nap. Or if I was able to stay up, I was like sometimes in bed at eight o'clock at night. Um, And so I would come home and I would have like supper. My lunches, one of my work colleagues, she joked because she's like, I look at your lunches and I'd be like, oh my goodness, she's going to be diabetic. Like she would look at my lunches and she was like mortified. Now we go out and she's like, who are you? (laughs) Because she doesn't recognize like the change is so um, traumatic. Even it's funny because... I just got a gym membership last December and our family doctor was at the gym and he walked by me two or three times, had no idea who I was because I look so different. And people that haven't, that seen the old me, the 21.0, I can walk by them. They have no idea who I am. I just can't laugh and I can't talk because if I laugh or I talk, that gives away. But yeah, they have no idea who I am. Because my glasses are gone and I didn't have surgery, no contacts. When my body became healthy, they actually, my eyes healed themselves, which is like, I was just so blown away. And when you think about it, you cut your skin and it bleeds, your body naturally heals it. So why wouldn't it do that for your, for your eyes and other organs? Makes sense. So that was your routine for version 1.0. What, what is yeah. it for? Are you two, are you 2.0 now? Or are no, you I'm four? 5.0. I've kind of transferred. I keep going through all the transformations. Oh We're up to 5.0 now. <laughs> okay. So what, what, what's your routine like now for you, you as this version 5.0? So I get up early in the morning now and I spend an hour in the morning uh, doing my devotions, praying, worshiping God. And that's the first thing I do. I hydrate my body Um, and then I, yeah, I'll do, depending on the day I might do, um, exercise like, uh, some type of exercise, whether it's my squats or my pushups, I'm working on being able to do a pull-up. That's my goal. I want to be able to do a pull-up. Uh, so I'm working on building up the strength to do that. And, or I might even go to the gym, uh, and do a, a class at the gym. And then I have some meetings for work. Um, and then I'm always going out networking and meeting with people, um, and yeah, and then I, I typically now I don't eat nearly as much as Tony 1.0. I basically have a smoothie um, or some sort of like overnight oats um, for breakfast uh, or a poached egg. And then I'll have supper, which is usually a salad of some sort of variety. And then, or I'll have like basmati rice with um, some meat, um, chicken or um salmon, but I make sure that we're getting it from a clean source. That's the biggest thing is making sure 
where I get my stuff from Clean Source, and then I'm always soaking our food before to get any chemicals or from the, you know, stuff that's sprayed in the fields. I mean, even if it's an organic farm, like things just travel, nothing stays in one spot. So I'm always making sure that I wash our produce and stuff and even our meats and stuff. So. Yeah. So it sounds like a a huge difference from version 1.0. How do you feel? Oh, I feel fantastic. Like I seriously wish I could bottle this up and give it to everybody because if they knew it felt this good, they'd want it too. And that's the biggest thing. Like I, people will look at me and I do not look my age at all. Like I had, I wish I had taken pictures of my face when I started the journey because I had these brown age marks down the side of my face and it drove me nuts. I did not like having my picture taken because they were there. And I'm like, ah, they're age spots, but they're all gone now. (laughs) They're all gone because my health coaches specialize in anti-aging. So I'm like, I'm like getting younger and younger. And I'm like, yay. It's not in that picture back there, right? Or is it? Right the here? Lines. Yeah, the lines yeah. that you had in your face. Yeah, like they're, they're, yeah, like it's, like my skin is getting so much smoother. And I, it's like, it's mind boggling. Hmm. What else are you doing to become younger or healthier? Uh, I'm just making sure that I'm fueling it. I'm taking like, uh, my health coaches recommends certain supplements. So I'm taking those supplements um, that they recommend because um, my health coaches believe in the best of the best and they will only put the best in their body. And so I am so grateful for them for that because they're always on top of things and recommending things to take. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> now did, was this the first person you reached out to to get started or did you kind of like go shopping and look for a coach or somebody to help you? No, actually it was a, it was a God thing. Like I knew like when I got really sick, I'm like, I needed, I needed help. And I just kept praying and praying. And then one of my health coaches, uh, clients, he posted on Facebook and he reached out to me and I got connected to them. And yeah. That's just how you got started. And the best, the best thing is like my health coaches, the thing that really sold me on them is they're like, I don't believe in a PhD and all these like papers and all this schooling or whatever he believed in a PhD in results. Like he said, results speak volumes. So he says, I want to have a PhD in results. And that's the biggest thing. Cause I wanted the results. I didn't, it didn't matter to me if he had all these papers, like a stack of papers with all these degrees, if he didn't have the results, cause it didn't mean anything, but he had all these client testimonials and all these people that he had helped. I'm like, yeah. And then yeah. now I'm one of those cause I got the results. So that's right. That's right. Um, I, you lost me on a question I had for you, but oh, give me one minute. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, would you have thought that you could do this by yourself? You know, if you didn't find a coach or anything, you know, could you have went down this journey on your own and, and you know, read the books and, and jump ahead and, you know, say, yeah, you know how to cut out calories and all this stuff and get you to the point where you are today? No, hundred percent. No. Um, like even like we never counted my calories. I've never counted my calories. I've never been on diet. Cause he like diets just don't work. Cause he, it's a, like, it's literally a lifestyle change that I made. Um, and so I, there's no way even reading the books, like I had tons of like nutrition books and all that stuff. Time 1.0, she didn't read them. And even if I had read them, I'm like, this girl behind me wouldn't have believed what it was possible. Um, because when I met my health coaches and they started me on this journey, I became connected to a community 
of people that were on a similar journey. Some were just starting, some were further along in the journey, and we were there to support one another and answer questions. And that was huge. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit more. Um, what are your thoughts on the accountability besides it being huge? Like, it, I mean, what kind of game changer was that for you? It was huge because they were there to encourage you. Some of them had already been through it. Yeah, I've been there and they've been, they knew what to say to kind of encourage you to keep you going. Um, and yeah, it was just like to have that there. And then to know, like I, people will say, because it was basically through Zoom or whatever that we had met. Oh, it's not, they're not like, you know, this is somebody behind the screen. No, I actually have met them in person. And like that, that has been the best, like meeting everybody in person when you got to go and see them and just the hugs, like the intense hugs. And it's like bear hugs when you see each other. It's like family coming together for you haven't seen in a long time. So it was good. That's good. And is that like a group setting? Like, you know, like a, um, you know, like a conference or something like that? Uh, it was just, I, cause some of them are close enough. Like I've been able to go for on like little getaway weekends. And so we've been mm -hmm. able to plan things together, which is, which is nice. It's cool. Yeah. And you have a lot in common then, right? You have a lot to talk about. We do. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's just like, they just are blown away because I've taken her the first time I went, I took her because <laughs> they hadn't seen her. And I'm like, well, here's what it used to be like. Oh, did you um, take her? Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. And when I was going down the highway, I actually had, because this one doesn't bend, I have a bendable version. <laughs> so I put the bendable version in the car and I buckled her up in the passenger seat and we were going down the highway and people were kind of just like looking. Yeah, that would be a sight to see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so not only did you lose weight and become better, feel happier, it sounds like you're doing a lot of stuff. Um, but you made friends along the way. I have. And you I would imagine you lost friends from the past too. Am I correct? I have, yeah. I it's interesting. Like when I changed my lifestyle habits, I actually had some friends that ended our friendship because of the change. And I'm like, it kind of it really kind of shows you who your true friends are. Um, and that, so, yeah. It does. But then you find that other circle on the other side of it, you know, which, what you found and now you're meeting other friends and hanging out with them. Yeah. Um, no, that's really cool. Uh, so, I mean, you're looking to lose a couple more pounds or something you said. Yeah. So we figure I, I'm almost at the end of like where I'm going to be weight wise. Uh, we figure I probably lose another, maybe five to 10. Um, people will look at me and they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah, but if you, my skin on my thighs is a little bit loose. I have a little bit like extra little flab here. Um, so I'm like that. And I mean, my stomach is getting smaller, like it's shrinking. So I'm like, I, it's just about done, but it's, I don't think I've ever had my stomach this flat. And when I was down visiting my health coach, I was like, this is the first time ever in my entire life I can feel my hip bones when I lay down or I can feel my rib cage because they were covered by rolls in that one. So um, they're just like, they just laugh because it's like, literally, it's like a kid at Christmas. Like I'm discovering, like I have lines and curves I didn't know existed. Um, so it, that's been the coolest thing. It's been, yeah, really exciting. May I ask how old you are? So I am 47. Okay. So you're, yeah. So you started, and I think you said a year or so ago you started, right? Yeah. So I started when I was 40, 46. Okay. So yeah. it doesn't, yeah. you don't have to be 20 some years old or 30 some years old to start this. No, no. And there's even, there's even ladies in the, in the group that are like in their fifties. 
and that oh, really? started yeah in okay. the 60s and even there's a uh, even one of my health coaches he has a client that's in his 70s so mm. yeah so it's never too so, late. yeah it's not so for those people is it because they might be hitting that deathbed too or is it they just want to make a change i mean what, what kind of people are you seeing that are coming in uh, people who either want to look like a lot of people want to look younger. They don't want to age and get all the wrinkles. I'm like, I didn't. Now I don't have to worry. And that's not going to happen to me. Um, right. So, yeah, like people that want to get younger, healthier, um, people who are sick are coming in like a variety. So it's not just like one, say, demographic. It's a variety. Okay. And is it where's where, where this stage at? Like, is it the U.S. or the? Or, I know you're from Canada, right? Yeah. So we actually have people over in Europe. We have people in the US. So it's all over. So it's global, which is okay. kind of cool. Yeah. And I, th I think you jump on Zoom calls. Is that once a week or something you jump on or? There is. So there's uh, there's a health call on Tuesday nights that I'm I'm on. And then there's a, a prosperity call to help people become financially independent on Mondays and on Saturdays. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got a lot of activity going on with it. I yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of learning. Now, I'm like, I'm like a sponge. I just love to like yeah. learn figure out more. So what, so what, what do you, what do you do for a living or is this what you're doing? Well, so I kind of got rid of my school board job and I was also uh, an ABA therapist. So providing autism mm -hmm. services for children with autism, uh, got rid of both those jobs. And I am now uh, working on becoming a holistic entrepreneur. So building multiple income streams from home. Uh, I'm also working for a company as an administrative assistant part-time right now um, for the health, co uh, health coach company. So yeah, so love and life. Uh, it is so much nicer to not have to go to work and be stressed uh, and to uh -huh. worry about being beat up or hit or yeah. So that is like so nice. That's true. Yeah. So you get to live that lifestyle that you want to live. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So if somebody was to reach out to you and connect with you and helping with their health or whatever, how would they do that? So it's really easy. Um, you can go to <laughs> tanyaperry.com, which is my website or Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A at Tanya Perry, T-O-N-Y-A-P-A-R-R-Y dot com or they can also and send a text yeah so what would you typically do when somebody reaches out to you uh so i would just i i love to talk on the phone like to hear that voice and i'm not i don't really like texting as much because you can't so many times messages can get misinterpreted and you know miscommunication so i'd like to talk to people either on the phone or on, even hopping on zoom and getting to meet people in person like that's so much fun and so yeah just connecting with them finding out their story finding out how we can help each other. Yeah. So you're looking at like a 30 minute call or something to. Yeah. Like 15 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so I have, I have one question to ask you, you know, like I ask any other podcast guest. Yeah. Um, what, and I know you shared a lot of information. So what, what are the three key things you've learned and used along your journey? Uh, one is never give up. Um, okay. Never give up. Um, and then, yeah, your words, the power of your words. Um, that is one of the things that I, the girl behind me, she was uh, negative self-talk, never negative thinking. Um, 
And so I'm changing that now and it's making a huge difference. So your words um, never give up and yeah, uh, never stop dreaming. Yeah. The girl behind me, she let people stop her dreaming, telling her that was not going to happen. That's not possible. But yeah, she, I learned, that's one thing I've learned this past year and a half is to dream bigger. My dreams are still small in comparison, but they're getting bigger. So yeah. Sounds like you have a lot of dreams that are getting bigger. Right? Yeah. I, you know, your lifestyle is changing. You sound, you're trying to become in the entrepreneur field, you know, with the holistic. So it sounds like you have a lot of stuff going for you. So I do. Keep, yeah. 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 Keep dreaming big. Um, Tanya, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with everybody else, your journey in life. And I'm I'm willing to bet this resonates with a lot of people. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for taking your time listening to Life's Checkmark. If you like this show, please subscribe, rate, and review. And we'll see you next time.